Welcome back to a very somber, <laughs> incredibly depressing intro. I, this is the song. I, I'm sorry, guys. I did this. This is my fault. Um, yeah, why welcome. do we go this way? What's that? Yeah, this is kind of a weird start. I especially apologize. Especially with these guys. We're I know. We're tag teaming it this week. I know. What, hold on. Here we go. No, it's too late now. You're right. I ruined everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? I'll make it worse. Oh, this is the theme from your CD. Would you shut up? <laughs> this is what they play when you when you take the stage. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Gentleman's oh, Dojo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I am here to my left yep. from Detroit, Michigan. Yes, sir. His name is Gary Cannon. He has the body of Rosie O'Donnell's stunt double. Right. And, then <laughs> and he gets his hair cut at Supercuts. To my right, he has the act of comedian Lonnie Love. And what? I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Is is uh, Rosie O'Donnell's body double better than Rosie O'Donnell? I know that's an interesting question. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Would it be better? How about we start with this song, ladies and gentlemen? Gary Cannon. No, it's too late. We're eight minutes in. (laughs) We got to keep it moving. Yeah. Good. Listen. What's we have two gentlemen, two Two gentlemen, gentlemen joining us here today. So let me just tell you this, right? We're all fans of this show. Whether yes. we want to admit it or not. No right? one will admit it, but look, it's it's, it, it's the indulgence that everybody partakes in. It's it, it's like when you're at the airport and you really want to buy an Us Weekly, and you buy a Time magazine, then you put the Us Weekly inside of it <laughs> so you can look at it, right? Because yeah. you want to find out who's having whose baby. So these two gentlemen, I've known uh, the gentleman on my right for a long, long time, mm-hmm. Rick Mitchell. We knew each other from San Francisco, stand-up right. comic, mm-hmm. funny guy. And then uh, sitting next to Rick is another funny comic, Brian McDaniel. Uh, who I just met as a result of knowing Rick. Right. And uh, both of these guys are very funny stand-ups who spent a long time working under Harvey Levin at TMZ. These were the guys that stood in the very back, stood next to each other, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And you guys would comment. Refilling Harvey's coffee mug. Yes. The plastic thermos. <laughs> the you you guys would comment on all the stories that were going on. Now, right. here's what a lot of people don't know. Now, 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 tell us about. Can I ask you this before you. Were you hired as comics to provide banter, or you hired as? No. See, see, that's the thing. Everybody's like, "Wow, you guys have a uh, you guys have a great job. You come in for twenty minutes, tell some jokes, and you get to go home." No, mm-hmm. we have to go then do our regular jobs. This is right. what we would do. So, like, okay. Brian was hired as an editor, and I was hired as a producer uh, and writer on the. And when did you guys show? both okay. start? When did you start? How long ago? I started a month after the TV show debuted, which was October of 07. Wow. And Brian was there a little bit before me. Yeah, I was there as a website transition to the TV show. I was I was a little bit more important. How, how, <laughs> just how, right from the beginning. When did the website well, they didn't start? need to bring me in for all the, the, the bullshit in the beginning. You know, when did the like, website start up? Uh, well, I wasn't there at the start was, of the way. I was there. Website you, started like, yeah, maybe like, like five years before that or so. Yeah. Because yeah. I always yeah, knew Harvey as the guy from the People's Court. Uh-huh. Right. I do the stuff on the sidewalk. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, for me personally, I was introduced to TMZ when Michael Jackson died. That was the the go-to news source in right. terms of right. establishing, you know, what really Their happened, credibility. I yeah. I mean, right. yeah, that really... Is that, is that truly what launched TMZ? Or I don't think it's what I launched it. I, no, I think it gave it the credibility because there were a few things before that, you know, the Michael Richards thing that was, was TMZ. And the Mel Gibson, the Mel Gibson thing. on the PCH. Right, those were TMZ yeah. web stories. Okay. But then... Um, that was then, before the TV show even came out. That, I believe so, yeah. yeah. And uh, but Michael Jackson was definitely the one that that gave it credibility because I remember when we published that, 
nobody was touching it for like an right. hour. Yeah. And they were just saying TMZ's reporting Michael Jackson right. is dead, but it was it was very And nobody would And then and then CNN, it was this was what was really funny. CNN was so pissed that they were beaten so badly they waited for like hours and hours and all night they were like we still can't confirm it was like midnight when yeah, they finally right. just gave up and they're like shit mm-hmm. everyone else published <laughs> this wow he totally handed us our ass on I will this ask story you, when because as a citizen you're watching tv right and you see oh my god or you I, I went online and saw michael jackson passed mm-hmm. away how is that for you when you're not only taking in the information and there's the shock value, but then also you gotta be the purveyor of that? For me, I'm just a guy that's going about my daily life and sees and go, oh my God, but you're affected, but you also have to relay that too. I mean, what is, I, I just think that'd be a really kind of confusing situation to be in. Or am I yeah. off base here? No, no, it is it is a weird thing because it's you do kind of know uh, a little bit before anybody else what's mm-hmm. going on. I remember being in that newsroom and, um, we're just like what? There's no way. Yeah, right. And it was just, there's just chaos that... in the newsroom. And you're going, what's going on? Because I had nothing to do with that side of it, the news side of it. Mm-hmm. But then you hear what's going on, and they're they're trying to piece it together. And then there there was that that moment where I, I you know they had a confirmed source from somebody in the room who I think was a there was, knew somebody in the ambulance, and then I think Harvey had another source. That he confirmed, but you could see there was a moment like they had the story written, and he sort of looked over the newsroom of like, okay, you're sure your source is right, okay, yeah. and he he took a good like ten seconds, sort of looking around like, this is gonna make or break right everything <laughs> yeah. before yeah, you right? like if... you could really see it, and he's like, right. and he's like, all right, publish it, he published it, and that wow. was really if I that, mean, that wasn't if that yeah, goes south, I mean it would have been done. The, I mean that would have yeah. that would have been hard to come back from that because we always joke, so it's it, it's always one thing to want to be the leader in terms of getting a story out and being the first. But Steve and I still laugh our asses off when we think back to that Asiana air crash, the the, mm-hmm. the, the San Francisco flight where the, the news reporter up in San Francisco announces the four pilots' names. Oh, and it's oh, like, yeah. we too low. Oh, <laughs> Holy oh. fook. Like, like, I mean, oh, obviously yeah. that's completely inaccurate. Right. 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 Yep. So, I mean, you look at that and it's like – so there's got to be a difference of like wanting to be the first, right? But also making sure that this is accurate. I mean, Steve and I always laugh about that. Like, oh, here we go. Determine the cause of death and whether she was already dead when the truck hit her. We have new information now. Also on the plane crash, <laughs> KTV has just learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, We Too Low, Po Li Fook. And bang ding ow. I mean, the NTSB has- <laughs> no. which, how do you not know? How do you not after, know? After something wrong yeah. comes out of your mouth, do you maybe stop a second and look at the rest and be like, maybe this He's is. He's the captain, too. <laughs> captain I mean... something wrong? No, you're out right, of the Rick. Gates? Like, even, like, even not there, you'd crazy. have to be after the second name. You'd have to be like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody low? Yeah. Somebody's low? Pulling... Okay, something. Yeah, Captain something wrong. <laughs> But that's an example of a rush to to beat everybody right, else right. to get out ahead of the game. But again, but but a story like that, I mean, it, like the Michael Jackson story is completely different. I mean, that's obviously on such a different level. But like, 
who cares about the pilot names? I mean, like, why are you rushing right. to get those yeah. names out? They're irrelevant. You know what I mean? So here's what's interesting about what what you guys do, right? So you guys, your your day, and I, you guys have both left TMZ. You guys mm-hmm. are both no longer there. Just recently, but your 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 day starts at what time? And how, how, set up your day for us and how this whole thing works. Well, uh, we're being there around six six thirty a.m. Um, the news room is the first thing of the day where everybody's pitching their stories and that would start around 7 30 if we were lucky right I mean, there's always things holding stuff up because what people stories. don't know so they, too, would, Rick, they, is they that would a lot of the camera guys they're the people in that room with you right some of them some okay. of them most of the camera guys don't know how to form a sentence no oh, I see. <laughs> that, that too but <laughs> i've never even really met them because they're on an opposite ship you know they're working Right through the night. Right. right. Okay. You know, and then they come in, bring their tapes in with all the stuff, and then we look at the video and then try to make something of it. Right. So, so that's what would... you mean by pitching stories. You guys look right. through the that, tapes. That right. meeting that you see is is actually us pitching stories for the day. So okay. a lot of that, it's that's, all that's improvised the... off of the video that everyone has just right. watched, mm-hmm. basically. So like, okay. Brian would get assigned a video, like, hey, you got to pitch this video of. Uh, Whatever. Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders or political you know. or sports was sort of like what they, mm, right. they that was your thing? Brian, yeah, that was my yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so he'd have to try to find an angle and pitch it. So we'd have, um, that was about, you know, two hours meeting. We get done there around nine. And they film that whole thing. Yeah. Film the whole thing. Um, and then that's, that's sort of the basis for everything. Then they, then they go into, after that meeting, then the, the bigger guys go into another meeting and decide, okay, what are we going to put, which of that was good? What are we going to put in the show? Which meetings are we going to use? And then, there were six voiceover packages each day, so that was one of the things I would do. Uh, so then they'd come and assign me my story. Meanwhile, Brian's, you know, starting to edit newsrooms and stuff right. while the producers are writing, and then and then I would get it approved and voiced. And then by the time these editors are done with those morning meetings, then we the voiceover in. people would come in and we'd edit those packages. Right. So and then they would preview it around noon, twelve fifteen. Um, so you're under a pretty tight deadline, and then the show is in the can by one thirty. So what you would have to go back in again with Harvey and do that whole bullpen thing again, no. or no? That, no, no. Once you no. got done with the opening shot, that, that was, was it. it, right? Okay. Yeah. And 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 the voiceover guy who maybe has who the best gig guy? ever. There's there's one there's one guy it's right like if he weird... falls ill. No. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two guys. There's uh, there's there's Jim Goldenberg who has more of the voice like this, who's a little more serious. And then there's our buddy Chris Reed, who wait, is... you can say his name? Yeah, you can say his name. Sure. I thought he was still no incognito. We don't show him. Usually, okay. they never show. But he's him. got like the wacky voice. He's one yeah. cat more like the you know yeah. kind of yeah. screaming. I... He's he is a hysterical guy. I mean, he was uh, big in Chicago, like in the improv scene over there. And then he, I don't know if you guys remember like the MTV show, The Blame Game. Do you ever remember that? <laughs> no. He was no. the judge on this MTV show, and then he was um, he was in Rudy. He was Rudy's best friend. Really, with a really he's... bad haircut. Yeah. Oh. Who dies in the? Spoiler alert! Holy shit, yeah. that's him. Yeah, he's yeah. One, he's one of the funniest people in the world. He's very funny. Wow, so he he does okay. that he does that voiceover, which is kind of my fault because he used to just be like normal voice, and then I was like, let's try. You know, can you just like scream it a little more? <laughs> so <laughs> that's, your, that's your fault. It's definitely my Why fault. Why I go? He has to mute like if voice I'm... problems now. 
And oh, so wow. he started he started screaming more, and then other people were like, "Yeah, do that on ours too." And then I was like, "Now you got to up it for mine." <laughs> they're all doing that. So yeah, he he's, he's very you, funny. Because you you guys get does. like uh, essentially one story assigned to you. Is that what it is, or multiples? Yeah. Uh, sometimes multiple. But usually one. I, I just remember you telling me this was years ago when you first started there. Because obviously we've talked about this before. Certain celebrities obviously leak out where they're going to be, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know you, you know what flight the Kardashians are coming in on. Yeah. Somebody's leaking that, right? Mm-hmm. But but it's funny. You, you told me that there were moments when you were at your desk where somebody would just shout, like, Britney Spears is at the Ivy, <laughs> right? And everybody would just jump up like it was new. Like, oh yeah, like is that crazy. is that something that would happen? That would, oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> Everybody's yelling. It's just yeah, people would jump up and yell things, and sometimes it's just so mundane. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, even Harvey will be like, I don't care about that. You know, like, it's like, sometimes it's important. But, but are there uh, just are there just contacts that? You guys obviously have must have contacts at like the hot spots, hospitals, police I mean, the department. Thing is, there's all, only like just... five or six places that these everybody the, goes. The, 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 yeah, that and yeah. they shift like, like they move around. It's right. not. It's not. It hasn't been the same places for the last ten years. Right. Right. So like Planet Hollywood. That's where everybody hangs. Correct. Red Planet Robin Hollywood. and Torrance. Going to see Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> getting off his shift. <laughs> But like, is it like Bieber? Is there just like once he leaves his house, are there like guys just tracking him? Well, waiting somebody for him to like that, yeah. Or? I mean, there's 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 probably you know because there's a lot of freelance photogs, and mm-hmm. then there's our photogs who are just like on staff. But right. yeah, there's usually, I think there's always probably freelance photogs following the big people or tracking them. But I mean, you don't you hang out at the airport, you're gonna see somebody eventually. Right. Uh, all these other hot spots. There's only, you know, like I said, there's only five, and some of the places change, but there's like five spots. Like, we don't get Tom Hanks out. You know right. what I mean? Like, if you don't want to be seen, you don't really have to be seen. You know? Right. Steve he's, never he's sees TMZ at the airport because they don't stand near the Southwest Terminal. Southwest has great deals. Safe. I don't know why we're an executive platinum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> American. On spirit. <laughs> They're always outside American. TM, whoever yeah. camera guys are always outside of American. Um, yeah. But you're right. If you're a guy like Tom Hanks, yeah, you're I mean, not being photographed. We've gotten right? him maybe three times. Right. And it's right. always in New York. Right. Because there's what it really is? nowhere yeah. to hide in New York. Yeah. I mean, you're just you're walking around on the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. right. And you and, have to get places. But with certain people, like, do you know when their flights are coming in? Or do you because I would always think that somebody's tipping you off. See, I have to I have to interrupt this at this point because you're asking us a lot of questions like we know anything. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a lot of a lot of what you're asking is like the people who are like on the news desk. Right. And we know we do nothing with that. Right. We so were we funny, so we show. didn't have to do that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, let's wrap so, this up so and get know. us those people. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the cupcakes here, asshole. <laughs> Thanks, guys. This was a gentleman's dojo. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. <laughs> All right. Should we... Uh... <laughs> well, I, the one thing I would want to ask you is, are there times where you think that... You know, because I'm just watching it, and I'm a guy that's got his pants off, my pants <laughs> off, slowly touching myself. No, when you know, when when it's like a Ben Affleck or somebody's mm-hmm. walking down the street with their kids and stuff. Do you do you feel like 
you know, uh, like, like, is your mindset because you're part of the game? Is it like, well, fuck it, he's a celebrity. That's what happens. You're going out at the Grove in Los Angeles. Do you not expect to, people to take pictures? Or is there a mindset sometimes where you're like, you know, the guy's with his kids. Like, I, I just wanted to know what your take is. Um, um, I, that's a complicated question, but I think that it has gotten much less invasive. In the okay. time that we were there, when mm. we first started, there were a lot because it was new then too, it right? It was new then, and there was sort of no ground rules, mm -hmm. right? And there was a point where, like, the city of Los Angeles was looking into like trying to restrict this kind of thing, mm -hmm. and so everything, you know, just the forces behind it and it becoming more mainstream, it's become a lot less invasive right. as as an enterprise. I remember when we first started, I would cringe a lot more, mm -hmm. and then it became a thing where it's usually at the airport or it's usually at a restaurant, a you know, very high-profile restaurant. There are things where someone's walking out of their apartment, and it's like, eh. I but they are, too. I know the camera guys are instructed, our camera guys, that if they say, like, please don't film me, then they'll turn they off don't. the camera. Right. Right. If but, they don't, we won't use it. But I mean, on, the, on the show, sometimes, yeah. I, you know, just as the casual viewer, right. uh, I feel like sometimes the camera guys are there getting somebody coming out to the baggage claim, whatever, and they're asking them a question to agitate or elicit a reaction. And, you know, <laughs> Alec Baldwin. Like get them to <laughs> eventually kind of like flip out or something. Sometimes I feel like the camera guy is saying things to egg this person on, and you know, you're just. You're just poking a bear. That's right. I, I don't even think it's to egg people on. I think it was more like they had to ask that question. Like if they don't ask the the big question that's going on, then, then they get they yeah. bring them in and, and lash them in front of the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh because right, because they they want certain things asked of certain right. people, right? Right. So they go out there with kind of a script of, of knowing what they want to say. Yep. Yeah. I mean, are are there have there been times where there's people who you expected to be like very cool that turn out to be you know that you guys see from the the your perspective that you know you hear just. You, you were hoping that they'd be nicer and then they're not? My dad, we got him out. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't return calls. Such a jerk. I was like, well, where's the milk he went out for? <laughs> who is, who is, <laughs> 30 years ago. Who would be like uh, the most accessible A-list movie star that you guys, just over and over again in that newsroom here, you know, that's just a good guy yeah. or a good gal. David Spade. Thomas Lennon, Danny McBride, all, all of those comics. three guys, guys. were yeah. super nice yeah. all the time. Really? <laughs> Joan Rivers was always funny because, yeah. um, and we would get her a lot too, and but she would always, like, she kind of knew the game too, and she'd just be like, ask, ask me about Kim Kardashian. Like, she would set up her own jokes and just, like, <laughs> and then, to And then if out. she flubbed it, she'd be like, let's take that again. Let's ask do it me again. again. She would. Yeah, totally. Oh, it was so funny. And so it, was like, guys, it was like comics see, unleashed on a sidewalk. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, all right, exactly. feed me this line. Okay. Exactly. exactly. And would you guys get to see all that raw footage of them? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, that's got to be oh, great, yeah. right? Oh, that's yeah. great. Because that's... So funny. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different side of somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, it, it's always, I, I see them, they're at the Hollywood Improv occasionally, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, have you ever seen them out there? It, it's got to be a bother to you because, like, even Bruce Jingles has been interviewed for that show and you haven't. <laughs> like, do you know who I, Bruce Jingles is? Gary, I have credits. I don't need to. Geez. Clearly, you're sitting here with me. I feel like, you, I feel like they've gotten you before, no? I don't think so. Yeah, Joe Coy wasn't around. <laughs> so what no but what's funny you bring i, I want to get to that because people who have had like 10 second blurbs on oh tmc i see them using it as a credit i know at comedy clubs mm -hmm. and i'm just like 
fuck you. Like, Rick and I ate shit there for eight fucking years. You were and on you for 10 don't. seconds. <laughs> that is not a credit. People still use that. I, although I knew a girl who was, they showed her waiting in line. No joke. Waiting in line on last comic standing, like you could just see her in the back, and she used that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you showed me that. Yeah. Some, like uh, really, that's a yeah, credit. That's <laughs> now, after your time at TMZ, what have you? What is your takeaway on on viewing celebrity? Like, how do you view celebrity after having been on the other side of it in terms of propelling people's names or getting people's names out there or keeping them relevant? I'm just sort of not doing. I'm just like. In detox mode yeah. right now. I'm just burnt like, from it all. Yeah, it takes yeah. a long time. Yeah, it, it I, takes I mean, a I'm while. sure. But yeah, I see stuff online. I'm like, I don't want to look at that. You know what's interesting? It's yeah, uh, and not even TMZ. I just mean in general, like on right. Yahoo or whatever. I'm just like, oh, I enough of that. Totally, like that. Um, that OJ Simpson show. Yeah. The mm -hmm. American yeah. Crime Show. If we were working there, we would have to watch it. Like it would be such a focal point of what we talked about. Mm -hmm. Right. And just because of that. I'm not watching it. Like everyone tells me, oh, the performances are amazing. Sarah Pauly is like, oh, she would win all the Emmys. And yeah. but fuck it, it was yeah. too. It's too close to that whole energy. Yeah. So so wait. So backing up to because I want to mention this: David Spade, Thomas London, those kind of guys. Yeah. Who 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 were just some of the assholes? Like over and over again. That just. I mean, I, I kind of have my idea of who. See, they I always were. head towards the light. Gary goes to the gutter. Yeah. But okay, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know. Who were some of the people that were like constantly just a big pain in the ass, but they Look, always wanted to be on camera? Kanye is sort of legendary, sure. but he's you know he's I think he's trolling. I think a lot yeah. of it is his act and how hostile he can be to people and how negative. Do you he can feel be. that some right. some of it's an act? Yes. Where he knows I think a I could get I could get some write ups if I just smack this guy around. Yeah, I think totally. so. It's, yeah. It feels like it's all game because then you'll see him, you know, he'll be mean one day and then he's nice another day. It's right. like you're, this is either an act or you're literally crazy. Like Right. Just to go back and forth like that. What about a guy like Chris Brown? I think that's real. I do. Is that pregnant pause not enough information <laughs> for you? Yeah, okay. Um yeah, I mean, you know, he's had a lot of he's been hostile in a lot of situations yeah. you know i always think too i always think it's those people too like you know you get some of those like the real housewives of atlanta or you know these people with absolutely no talent like right those are the people that just because you know who i heard from multiple people was just a pain in the ass was that uh abby miller from dance moms is that is that her name? She runs that dance. Oh, the Moms. one who runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then she's now trying to. She, she's being sued for tax evasion stuff like that. Uh -huh. Like, like it amazes Gary's me. Gary's doing a lot of background because he got a Tinder match with her. <laughs> <laughs> actually, a grinder match. She, she actually less swiped you. <laughs> no thanks. No, but 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 you look at the, some of these people and they want it like because I I see it. You know, I, I I see a lot of it. You know, just even working at Conan or you hear about it from other people that work on these talk shows. These people come out right mm -hmm. and they want want to be like the everyman. It's like the Jennifer Lopez's or the the Mariah Carey's. It's like, yeah, I do my own shopping and I clean my own house and it's all bullshit. It's all like <laughs> you haven't touched a fucking shopping cart since 73. I mean, it's like but they really want you to believe that they're just like me and you and you know, you know, Ellen, she comes out and does a dance. Meanwhile, you can't cross the Warner Brothers parking structure when she's pulling out because everything comes to a complete stop. Like, like everybody this wants... starting to feel more like therapy. It's... <laughs> it's like... I need to I lay know. down. <laughs> Other hostile. people have had success. <laughs> <laughs> you think 
like, I want to be the warm-up guy. Uh, but it is, it is crazy because I think there are so many people who, you know, and people who look back. I mean, like, like I know when I talk to people about, uh, you know, shows in L.A. You always hear the show. You hear like, Dr. Phil is not a nice guy. Anybody yeah, you talk to who works for a show. Also not a doctor. Works, also not a doctor. <laughs> Everything about him is false. So, so, but, but people find it so hard to believe that these people right. aren't as nice or as accessible, you know, as they should be. You know, it's like I always hear too, and you know, I'm sure that you get this because you know a lot of people that work for Ellen and all this other people. It's like, hey, uh, my kids are big fans of Ellen. Could you have her come to their school in Cleveland, Ohio, and give out an award for, <laughs> you, you always hear this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're, you're always like, you know, is, is that possible? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, no, I can't even no. get tickets for the show. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yet everybody wants, so I wonder, do, do people, we'll cut out this whole last eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, I'm steaming. What are you doing? I was like, where is this going? Holy shit, Gary. Aaron, I, I, I'm is sorry. first episode? Aaron, pick it, <laughs> cut it where uh, after they say David Spade, and then we'll just we'll throw music in. <laughs> was, there, was, was there even a question in there? Yeah, what's your question? I don't think so. I don't know what was going on here. Well, I have a question I'm for you. Are, are, there, are there times, though, when you're doing the show where, where you felt maybe... Maybe you, you even you got the the, the heebie-jeebies like you were saying earlier, where you kind of feel a little creepy in terms of maybe violating somebody's privacy or whatever. I mean, is is that a normal occurrence, or you just like fuck it? You well, know, the thing that was always because that's the debate, right? Yeah, the debate is it's a celebrity they're asking for it, or how much of how much do we own of these celebrities? Right. You know what the I mean? The thing that was always Hold tough. on. Another thing about Dr. Phil. Let me tell you something about this. <laughs> <laughs> Save it. Save it. You guys are free to leave. Listen, I will tell you something about me working in the business. <laughs> Go ahead, Rick. Revert it back to your news team. <laughs> are we going to start Wait. recording soon, by the way? Yeah. We should probably, should probably Re- go on this Recording? Next <laughs> uh, I think um, whenever somebody dies, it's we have to keep doing the story on them and find out more information. Mm-hmm. And that's not just a TMZ thing. That's any news organization. Any, right, right. And that's the job. And But it was always weird to me. Well, Never. to take that at another level even farther, uh, you know, someone that's it's also a news spike. So we'd get extra traffic. Right. And then the news desk would be those those people, not us, would be stuck at their desk for like a day and a half. Mm-hmm. And then they'd buy everybody food <laughs> and they'd be like, yeah, food. <laughs> 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 Who cares? Somebody died 36 hours ago. We got pizza, bitches. <laughs> 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 And this isn't Domino's. <laughs> this guy's from Yeah. Because it is like walking the line between, it is a legit news mm-hmm. organization, yeah. but then you're asking Vern Troyer as he gets out of a, you know, Mini Cooper, <laughs> right. like who's got a WrestleMania. It's like there's right. this mm-hmm. weird seesaw. He just between... calls it a Cooper. Actually. <laughs> 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 Boom! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> You can have one cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because you ate the rest, Maddie. Oh. <laughs> By the way, and then and then, how does it go from, like, you guys do the show, and then now all of a sudden you guys are branding everywhere. Now you got a, a TMZ tour that's going on. And Steve had a question about that. He wants to apply to be a driver. 
<laughs> He's got his C2 license. Uh, Gary, it's just so funny. Mm. <laughs> no, but bitter. 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 Dr. Byrne. Um, are there celebrities that, I mean, do you feel that celebrities em- embrace TMZ, or is there more of a kind of a Heisman to it, or is it just like it's accepted? It's part of the business. It's, it's, it's part of the entertainment definitely landscape. Definitely more now. more accepted. I think it's part of the entertainment landscape. I mean, yeah. I think most people are are pretty nice to us for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, they or, or they'll just say they won't say anything, or they won't talk to us. But we don't get a lot of hostile people anymore. I don't right. think. I mean, I, I yeah. don't really see that. I think it's part of the. It's when, we're, was, we're like we're like term? their special little brother. And they're like, oh, well, he's not gonna get better, so <laughs> he'll, just to. <laughs> he'll just he'll just be there. Was there so, was there an event or something that that changed that shift? Because I remember just a few years ago, you know, that you got like George Clooney coming out. There there need to be restrictions, you know, whatever, you know, with the kids and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think there was like hearings, right? They were like uh, hearings with Halle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Halle Berry and oh, c- right, right. certain celebrity moms sure. and yeah. stuff. And has there been an event or something that that is pivotal I, to that turn and acceptance, or is it just over time? I, I feel like Halle Berry's point was actually hurt her. <laughs> what she, was her point? Was, so, exactly, so she was trying to move her kids to France that she had had with one of, I don't know, she's got like six dudes who she's had kids mm-hmm. with, and she's like, oh, screw all those guys. Seven. I just, I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, so she wanted to move to France, and her argument was that uh, the, the paparazzi is so much less in France. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you just bring like a few examples up, and it's just so clearly yeah. the opposite. Right. It's yeah. so, cl- like, so much worse. Right. There, like, isn't that in how Paris. princes die? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and and the paparazzi, just the whole enterprise in Europe, it never, it it stayed in that sort of fringe space. And in terms of a turning point, like when it became more mainstream, I mean, I I think the Michael Jackson thing is probably. Yeah, I, think mm-hmm. it, I think it helped. It just seemed like over time too. Yeah. So just sort of like Paparazzi when we much... sort of solidified our place, that people were like, okay, they're not going away. And right. is it kind of an inception <laughs> kind of environment where it's a dream within a dream when you guys are out there covering celebrities and then you're on TV every day and thus in some weird way then you guys are <laughs> celebrities because that shows on all the time. It's syndicated. Right. right. I mean, are you are, that newsroom, I mean, I see faces that I recognize all the time. So are you? Yeah. Then it's like you guys become so. Has yeah. anybody ever? Is, it, like if somebody that. from TMZ got busted for a DUI, then is that a story within the story within your own that's, newsroom? That's what I. That's what I always wondered too. Like if if Harvey Levin, it would never happen. But if he got busted for a DUI, I used to ask this. I was like, would you? Break your own story, like, to yeah. To, to, to get it out He's there like, before we, anybody. We got me. Yeah. 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 Try to get on the board. Now is he? Is he? Uh, again, I think <laughs> your response I, to him is I'm trying to. No, I'm trying to be respectful to you guys, obviously, as well, because I don't want. Uh, you know, I'm never wanting to get somebody in trouble. But I mean, is he amongst when he's going out at night and he's going to, you know, the steakhouse or whatever down in Beverly Hills, and people run into him? Is he pretty well appreciated, or is it just like you know he's a tool for marketing, or is it just like you know this guy's a pariah? 
in terms of know, the but I know Hollywood he elites, does I go out all the time. Like yeah. he goes out to dinner, so obviously there's there's no problem there. I know he's he's, he's never taken me to person. dinner. Yeah, <laughs> well, you he get eats. the pizza day, right? <laughs> <On Tuesdays. laughs> Someone just died. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it was worse at the beginning, mm-hmm. and I think it bothered him. And I, I don't know. I think there was a change in tenor. Oh, oh okay. So he's he's he seems. I think to be it's a much more positive show than it was when it started. Yeah, then, okay. Kind of like Perez well, if, Hilton. If you, you know, Perez Hilton was way nastier when he yeah. started. He wasn't nice to anybody, and now it's like seventy-five percent nice posts. There was, I mean, right. when, when right? we started too, if you go back and look at pieces, like they were like overly mean. Because mm-hmm. I remember writing them and like just being like, I was like, wow, this is as I'm writing them, like this is mean. And at some point, it just changed. Where well, we just we backed off a little. It was like, all right, well, we're we're snarky. We're well, not was mean, there something you know? with that where, where you, maybe you went over the boundaries and really affected someone's emotional status or feelings or or their lives, where where you saw it affect that person and you were like, ah, oh, shit, maybe we should back off. Was there an instance, or is it just? Going from mean to snarky, where it's a little more lighthearted. Was there an, a particular incident or no? Or, or an individual that you remember going, I think we went too far with this person. <laughs> well, I, I, well I, I still don't really think I went too far, but do you remember, you know, Shauna Sand? That, she's that Playboy, the oh, old Playboy with Lorenzo model. Lamos? Yes, yeah, yeah, Lorenzo yeah. Lamos. So we used to get her out like all the time. She would just be all, and I remember they would always give me pieces on her, and I would just always say in the pieces, like, you know, she doesn't have a soul. <laughs> stuff like that whatever and then there's some video uh, of her uh with the camera and she's like you guys need to stop saying that i don't have a soul <laughs> as she's getting butt fucked on then, a beach yeah right exactly yeah, right? exactly okay yeah and then and then i remember that they gave me that which that, is true there's a real there's like video of her banging a dude yeah. on the beach right yeah. like you can cream. see the soul dripping out of her <laughs> mouth yeah <laughs> but i remember <laughs> washes up on shore but I remember that piece where she Is that said a dead fish. That next, <laughs> that next video where she, you know, where she said, "You need to stop saying that I don't have a soul." I remember I was assigned that video, and then in the voiceover, I was like, "Then you need to get a soul." <laughs> like I just kept at it, and I was like, "Yeah." And then I think she came in. And then she came one to time, our Christmas something? party. Yeah, oh, she came to Christmas party. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Because you have you have. People or, or you had people come in and host the show sometimes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Brody, Brody Stevens, Brody did, Stevens did, times. which was amazing. He yeah. is because uh, half of us were just like in love with him, right? And the other, uh, half, was was the other like, half was like, "What is happening?" Well, it's every audience. Yeah, yeah, every audience yeah. Exactly, it's so funny. You could just see the divide. I also think too, when Harvey goes out and he does maybe start to get criticized, he can also kind of pull back and be like. Think about all the good work I do on People's Court. <laughs> I'm out there at the Santa Monica Promenade talking to the people about what Judge Melion's decision's going to be. Mm-hmm. Just well, think as, about that. As we come to like the finish line, I, I do want to ask you, what is the public's biz- biggest misconception about TMZ or about the newsroom in TMZ? Like, like what do you feel that that, that is? Well, one, like I touched on before, that they think that us on camera, that's our job. Right. Which would be an amazing job. Right. To but just come in for 30 minutes and yeah. goof off. Make and, some yeah. jokes. Yeah. Make some jokes and go home. That's, yeah, yeah. that's the ultimate job. But then we had to go do, we all have regular jobs. Like, none of us thought we were going to be on camera when right. this thing started. Right. You know, it just kind of happened that way. 
And is that's that it, it's crazy because when you started there, mm-hmm. I don't think you thought that you were going to be there for as long as you were. Well, I and don't it think turned... anybody who is on a TV show <laughs> but, thinks they're going to be there that long. But but you know? I, well, it, his show ended quickly. But but the thing is, <laughs> um, TBS pulled up right. How long was Gary's show on? <laughs> You're on it. Long <laughs> <laughs> hey hey hey! <laughs> don't turn on me, bitch. <laughs> no, but but you know what it is. It's like it's like but but it turns out i mean longevity in this business is very difficult right mm-hmm. and it, it turned out to be a better gig than you thought it was right? oh it was a great gig and then all of a sudden like right. after you having been there for years all of a sudden everybody who maybe mocked the job at first were like hey how do i get my resume in there oh it's yeah like, no it's, i had a lot of a lot of people asking of me of course you know, right? yeah but it's like it doesn't you know <laughs> not point in the point names but like but you know what i'm saying like everybody that now wants to be a part of it because the sure. show is so successful sure. And you're making a great living. And so they're like, oh, great. Well, I want my... But when you first started, it's almost like... Remember when Chelsea Lately started? Like, no comics really were part of that show. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, it was the same kind of core group of, like, six people that kept doing it. And they were always on. So I would think that Mm -hmm. you probably got bombarded with all these And then they got great comedy gigs, uh, just like the guys coming out of TMZ. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's going to be at the YooHoo room in Burbank. <laughs> Stop bragging. Just know that. Yeah, yeah. That's on a Tuesday afternoon. Well, I do appreciate you guys coming in. I got to tell you, I, I think, you know, when we, when we look back on it, you guys are part of like a, you know, like a pioneer, pioneers in terms of entertainment because there was a, there was a void that did not exist prior to you guys coming in. And now it yeah. is such an accepted part of society where you flip on the telly and there it is and you no, catch up I on mean, things I and mean, people go to that website all the time. Yeah, I mean, I, look, Harvey Levin is a is a genius in that way. I mean, he really changed that particular uh, landscape. I mean, it's all these shows like Entertainment Tonight and Access Hollywood and they're so boring. Yeah, right? yeah and they this just came along I was like, all right, this is fun. I, I remember I was watching like an Entertainment Tonight and I remember somebody just had a baby and whoever it was, Nancy O'Dell or whoever said, oh, I know for a fact, or I, I know that so-and-so is going to make a good mother and it's like, yeah, based on fucking what? Right. You know what I right. mean? Like, it's all a big right. stroke off, right. and right. it's so like like the Mario Lopez's. It's like, does that guy turn down any gig? I mean, it's like mm. it, we we need you to host a <laughs> clan rally. What time? You know what I mean? It's like right. so. I, but, I would love to see that actually. A clan rally hosted by Mario Lopez. But those dimples. Who wouldn't want to see fantastic. that? But, but he's but, like, can I bring my sponsor? I don't know. <laughs> by the way. Does everybody ask about this? Because I, I know that this is a, a, a question that a lot of people ask. There was a surfer guy that was on the show yeah, for yeah. a long time, Max. right? Max. And Max. Yeah. And what happened to him? Like, he was always kind of the funny, dopey yeah. guy, but yeah. made some really funny comments. No, his his contract was up, and he just decided he wanted to move on. I mean, that, that character you saw on TV was absolutely him. It was, it was, it was great. Because I remember totally going, like, genuine. Where are you, what are you doing now? He's like, I don't know. I just My buddy in San Diego, he has, like, this job stocking shelves. I might do that. Wow. Like, really? he just could care less about the entertainment industry. Are there really people that. in that newsroom that obviously they moved here, they're aspiring towards, you know, comedy something, or being right. on something? It, it, to move on from, to go from TMZ to, is there a bias against people that worked in the TMZ newsroom to being on a show or being cast in a uh, show? Or I'll let you know in a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because we'll I, I remember, like, a few years ago, Reality stars were trying like a lot of people from Real World or Road Rules, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But and and it was like, ah, they're they're kind of like these reality stars. Yeah. So not, and then like Jamie Chung breaks through, and like Theo right. Vaughn has just had a Netflix special. So it's That's like, right. there are talent that is coming out of that division. Yeah. But I, I I don't know. I mean, is everybody in that newsroom? Do they have headshots? No, 
In fact, I think a lot of why that show works is because a lot of those people don't want to be on camera. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Some of the newer people they're bringing in, I think. Right. I think that's a complicated thing for them to navigate moving forward because it is such a big thing. And everyone who comes in, well, so many of the people who come in now have that as such a goal. They want to be on the show. That it just feels transparent. Almost everybody else in there, I mean, especially the original people, were like, take it or leave it. Like, no, whatever. Because don't you remember, like, when these shows first came out, Real World, Road Rules, like, nobody ever envisioned going any further than that show and then all of a sudden as the seasons start to move forward right everybody's coming in with an agenda and i'm going to be the, the the asshole i'm going to be this like everybody comes in yeah with what they want to be perceived as when they leave that show right so they can i think really the only there's that girl kit hoover who was on the real or road rules and she now is co-host of access hollywood with billy right, Bush. but he just yeah. told you theo vaughn yeah, yeah, Theo Vaughn, and yeah, there's a like yeah. Jamie's. Um, she's been in movies, and she's yeah. doing stuff with Disney. So yeah, but there's, there's a ton so of many, so many people that are in these reality shows that without a just become really sad afterwards. Can't, can't yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you see, I mean, people like there are people from these reality shows that unfortunately commit suicide. I mean, they just because I think you're used to being. Can in the you play line, the Radiohead like... again? <laughs> <laughs> Better yet, we'll bring the mood down. Hit your DVD. Okay. <laughs> well, where can I find? Where, where can everybody keep in touch with you guys? And by the way, do you guys get recognized? I mean, I know that you have you've been off the show for a little bit, but like yes, but there's, yeah. There's two. Well, if we're together, definitely more too. Cause yeah. We're together on the show. But there's there's you two guys kinds so much pussy. For me, I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah. There's two there's two kinds of recognizing we'll get. The first is uh like, oh TMZ. And we're just they just call us TMZ. Yeah. Like, a lot know, of that. They don't know the names. Or it's like, wow, I know you. Did I work at the doctor's office with you? It's right, like they don't right, know yeah. where. <laughs> and those are the best because then you're like, no, TMZ, and they're like, oh, <laughs> then they're just embarrassed. That right. It's kinda of like that yeah. weird thing, like almost that you didn't want to yeah. oh, them. Oh. Well where can everybody find you? Where can they keep up with you? Uh Twitter at it's Rick Mitchell. Uh Twitter at Brian F. McDaniel and Facebook Brian McDaniel. Well, and, we cannot uh, thank you guys enough. This was this was a lot of fun, a complete blast. I, yeah, I really appreciate you. you guys having coming in here. And then and what are you doing now? You you because you guys you've left? Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Both yeah, I've left. Okay. Yeah, both of us left. Um, yeah, just looking for work. Came here to uh, see if I can get on here full time. Well, obviously, <laughs> obviously, if they were available middle of the day on Monday, <laughs> the career trajectory isn't going well. Oh, I just assumed they're opening, they're warming uh, up for Conan too. We're doing it. By the way, they thought this was a paid show. <laughs> well, we cannot thank you guys enough. Thank you so Brian much for McDaniel, coming in today. Brian McDaniel, Rick Mitchell, Gary, formerly of TMZ. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.